Street with Cascade Elementary. Uh, Mountain View has a phenomenal reputation in the community. And it's because Christ's love compels you to be a people who love and care and reach out to others. And so I counted the privilege to be amongst brothers and sisters this morning to kind of share with you uh, some reflections out of the book of Colossians. Um, two weeks is never enough to cover the book, but my hope and my prayer is, is that our journey together um, will be one that will encourage us, inspire us, um, if you could visualize for a moment <clears throat> a barista table here with two um, high stools and you're sitting with me enjoying a cup of coffee. Um, because my desire this morning is to engage in conversation, to um, help us discover that each and every day we need to do a life reboot. Um, the focus of these two weeks is rebooting our connection to Christ. Uh, reflection from Colossians. And let me just kind of share with you this past week that helped me to understand the importance to reboot. Monday evening at 7.45, I received a phone call um, where a 73-year-old female lost her husband of 47 years. They were sitting in the living room watching TV as he passed. Fast forward to Thursday, when a 51-year-old female received notification from Marysville Police that her husband was involved in a hit-and-run fatality on 4th Street at I-5 and to spend time with her Thursday and Friday. Yesterday, in a conversation with a 38-year-old pastor who had been experiencing a soul tsunami, some difficulties and stresses in ministry, some challenges with his family and with health, um, he felt like his whole sense of bearing had been wiped clear by a tsunami and that he was refocusing on what it means to see Jesus in his life each and every day. You see, you and I look forward to the summer uh, just to recharge, to renew, to refocus. Um, and in that journey, um, sometimes during the daytime we look forward to it. For example, Control-Alt-Delete. We're all familiar with that in our Windows uh, operating system. If you use Mac OS, it's uh, Control Option Escape. Um, if you use um, your iPhone, you hard press the button, the off button, and then the Apple logo comes up for you. There are times when our technology doesn't work for us, and so we simply have to reboot. And when we do that, it works seamlessly. We drive our car, and then all of a sudden, it starts doing some weird stuff that we're not used to. Man, and you know you've got to get it checked out. And sure enough, it needs a tune-up. It needs new, new plugs or a, it's a clog filter. But you need to go to someone who can help you get that thing operating correctly. Now, every morning, since that I can remember going back to my college year, my form of resetting my day is control, alt, coffee. I need my coffee to reboot and re regain. But I also spend time in the Word and have devotion. For some of us, it's control, alt, ice cream, ice cream. And the more we, we find ways to, to uh, find ourselves uh, experiencing life in a way that we can handle it. Well, this morning, as we look at um, life reboot, and if you go to the next slide, please, um, 
we're going to see that we need to refocus on Christ, reconnect to God who satisfies, recharge our faith, and to renew our passion. So first, a spiritual reboot helps us to refocus on Christ. We see in Colossians chapter 1 and verses 15 through 18, the scriptures will be up on the screen if you want to look in your Bibles or on your phone in the YouVersion app, go for it. Um, but I'm reading out of the NIV translation. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, and so that everything he might have supremacy. You see, when we look to Jesus, we see the image of God. When we look to Jesus, we see the source and the sustainer of our lives, and that he alone has supremacy and preeminence. Right now, each of you have exhibited a phenomenal trust in the engineers and the construction people who put your seat together. You're sitting in that seat, frankly, because you believe it's gonna hold you up. You have absolutely no doubt that it's not gonna fall apart and you're not gonna crash to the floor. You also are putting confidence in the contractors and the volunteers who help build this edifice that when you land on the floor, it's gonna hold you up. It's not gonna disintegrate and fall apart and you land on the dirt. But you also believe that the dirt is not gonna fall apart and you're gonna disappear into the molten magma of the interior of the earth. But that's not gonna disappear either because it'll disappear into nothingness. You see, in Jesus, we have the sustainer of our hope. In Jesus, we have the sustainer of the universe. And you and I, each and every day, when we climb into our car and start it and drive off, believe our car is gonna take us somewhere. You see, we exhibit faith every day, and we don't even think about it. But sometimes we get caught up in our own realities rather than fixing our sights upon Jesus. Dan read the scripture um, in Colossians 3. Set your sights on things above, not on things here below. Fix your mind on the realities of heaven. And so this morning, as we think about a spiritual reboot, our reboot helps us to refocus on the centrality of Christ in our lives. You see, by rebooting our life each and every day and having that focus on Jesus, for me, it's like having that cup of coffee. Um, I have been blessed every time I have visited with the music that your uh, music team provides for us. It brings me into the presence of Jesus. By engaging in worship and being in, um, encouraged through the lyrics and through the arrangement of the song and, and listening to you fill this room with your joy because you've chosen Jesus, it just makes my spirit lift. You see, during the summertime, you and I take, uh, enjoy some time away. And for some of us, we try to look for those mini vacations during the week where we take a walk through the neighborhood or we go to Kayak Point and just enjoy the water, or we go to the river and watch the river flow. You see, for some of us, our pathway to God involves being in nature. 
For others of us, it's through the arts, whether it's through drama or music or uh, poetry or other kinds of things. We find our inspiration and, and our connection with God happening through the arts. Other times, we find ourselves uh, going on the pathway of, of academia, where we um, read books, uh, we study the scripture, uh, we listen to podcasts, and, and our hearts begin to soar because we're refocusing on what is important to us to connect with God. For others, it's the, the pathway of service and helping other people, and you get great joy in doing that. And the list could go on and on and on. But for you and I, we refocus on Jesus so that we can have a spiritual reboot every day. I don't know about you, but I get frustrated when my phone freezes up on me or when my uh, computer locks up on me. It just isn't supposed to happen. It's supposed to work every time. But you see, when I take my sight off of Jesus and I try to do things my way, I find that I freeze up mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And in that still, small voice whispering in my four ears, Greg, hello, God's here, I'm waiting for you. And I have to reluctantly admit that I am not the know-it-all, I am not the cure-all, I don't know everything, but I need to put my trust and faith in Jesus. And that reminds me that my satisfaction need to be centered in Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> John Piper, in his book, uh, Christian Hedonism, spoke to the fact that we honor God most when we are most satisfied in him. And if we look to Jesus, here in Colossians chapter 3, in verses 1 through 4, and this time I'm reading it out of the Common English Bible. If you were raised with Christ, Look for the things that are above where Christ is sitting at God's right side. Think about the things above and not on the things on earth. You died. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. You see, for us, reality is daily living in Jesus Christ. We need to focus that his death and resurrection has given us all things and made all things right, and that he alone is in control. If I could have had a big, huge dressing room type mirror in front of you, and, and just visualize for a moment that I'm holding a, a four by eight mirror, and as I'm walking around holding it to you, I'm assuming that what you see is a reflection of not only your face, but the faces of those sitting next to you. You expect to see that. However, if I were coming up to you and you were looking in the mirror, and lo and behold, you saw a 21-year-old blonde female with blue eyes, if you were Dustin, that would freak you out because that's not what is supposed to happen. The mirror is designed to reflect back the image. And God, as the orig ultimate original, has created you and I to be his original image. Each one of us is uniquely created. Each one of us is uniquely designed with gifts and skills and ability. Why? That we can be the praise of his glory. 
Colossians 1 tells us that we were created to be the praise of his glory. Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse 17 tells us that God sings over us each and every day with a new song because his desire is to infuse his life, his joy, his hope, his peace into us so that when we reflect back the image, lo and behold, people see Jesus in you and in me. The problem is when you and I look for satisfaction apart from Jesus, what is ultimately happening is we turn around and we retreat into mirror land. And as we retreat into mirror land, we are living in a world of illusion. It's not a world of reality. And our desire to find satisfaction and hope and purpose becomes disillusionment because it isn't complete. It isn't what we were designed to be. And as we continue to retreat into mirror land, the result is we become fuzzy. We become confused. We become angry. We, we find ourselves feeling different. And Jesus reminds us that as we need to refocus, we need to reboot and renew ourselves in him. We reconnect, we reconnect to God by recharging our faith and renewing our passion. And as we look into our faith, a spiritual reboot helps us to <clears throat> recharge our faith in Christ. Looking at Colossians chapter 1 and verses 19 through 29, I'm not going to read that whole section, but I want us to look at uh, the passage that you see up on the screen. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, or to put it another way, another way, if you continue in your faith, living in the reality of Jesus and not in the illusion of the mirror land, established and firm, do not move from the hope that is held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you have heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature in heaven and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. You see, in Jesus, he embodies all the riches that Christ has for us. He lives among us, and he is our guarantee that more glorious things are going to come, and because we trust in him. Jesus never disappoints. Jesus always gives us the hope and peace that we need. Last week, I was uh, encouraged by Pastor Dan's message on hope and struck again how Christ in us is the hope of glory. I found myself reflecting on your worship banner here, that we're to be joyful in hope, we're to be patient in affliction. And for me, affliction is trials and disappointments and setbacks. We're to be faithful in prayer. That means to have that connection with God. This morning, one of the songs that we sang um, talked about how uh, God opens up the waters of our fears and he drowns us in his perfect love. You see, each and every day when we reboot and refocus and renew and recharge by being connected to our life operating system, faith in Jesus, man, things just click, things just hum, and we don't have to be concerned and worried. God invites you and I to experience that rebooting of our lives 
by recognizing that he alone satisfies, by reconnecting to him to experience um, vibrancy and vitality. He invites us to do a spiritual reboot so that our faith will be recharged. When we camp, sometimes we forget that uh, the battery on our vehicle will not stay permanently charged. You know, we have it open, we're taking things in, in and out of the back end, and, and we leave it open, not thinking. And then when we're ready to start the vehicle up, oh my goodness, it doesn't start. Fortunately, we have these portable jump starts. Plug it up, and away it goes. You see, God has given his spirit in our life to be that spiritual jump start. When we get so caught up in life that our connection to vitality disappears, he invites us to connect to his spirit, that his spirit can recharge and reconnect. Sometimes you and I will find that we, like our um, battery terminals, have oxidized with the, the stuff of life, and we need to um, clean them off to get a more direct connection. For you and I, that oxidation of life is worry, anxiety, fear, feelings of betrayal, feelings of being hurt, feelings of being rejected and not loved for and cared for. But God invites you and I, clean off your terminal. Let me recharge you. Let me have my spirit engage with your spirit to be that person that reflects my glory. You see, God wants us to renew our passion for Christ each and every day. In Colossians chapter 3 and verses 16 through 18, we read these words. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through song and hymn and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You see, when you and I live out an attitude of gratitude and reconciliation that's centered in his word, we find our spirits soaring and singing. We engage in a lifestyle of worship because we acknowledge who Jesus is and that Christ is all in all. We live that transformational life so that we can say, all that we say and do is done in the name, in the fame, in the reign of God's Son, in word, worship, and walk. Notice the scriptures here where it says that out of a heart of gratitude, we will be singing to one another, uh, teaching and encouraging one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Psalms are those songs that uh, come out of the, the daily life that we experience. Um, I don't know about you, but when I'm going through some times that are troubling to my faith, I find comfort in reading the book of Psalms. The 38-year-old pastor I talked to yesterday said, you know, I am finding that the Psalms has given me a new sense of comfort because I get David. David had a heart for God. He said, Greg, I feel like I was doing everything right. I didn't feel like I was living life in sin or being disobedient, but so much stuff was coming my way, and, and I was just feeling, wow, what is going on? 
You felt that way, where you feel like you're doing everything right. You're following God. You're spending time with him. You're giving to others, and it just isn't clicking. It's not because you're doing anything wrong or that you're living in sin. It just simply means that God is using this as an opportunity to regain your focus, to regain your perspective. You see, when individuals go through a physical tsunami, it wipes out the landscape. Things have been wiped clean, and it requires a reorientation to, okay, that's where this is, that's where that is, you and I sometimes go through a soul tsunami where everything that we know about God and about faith and about Jesus and about people, it's wiped clean by this tsunami we're experiencing. And then out of that, after waters begin to recede, we begin to see familiar landscapes. We see the true North Star, Jesus. And that keeps our bearing focused on what is real and what we should be doing. One of the songs we sang talk about uh, taste and see that God is good. And uh, if you haven't already picked up on it, I, I enjoy using my imagination to get the scriptures to speak to me. And I want you to think about, not because I'm trying to be cruel and torturous, I want you to think about eating lunch later on today. And maybe just before lunch, you might want to have a little snack. And there's this delicious spectacular looking apple. You wipe it off, you take a bite. Oh man, that is so good. Now, if you took a bite and a worm came out, you'd be worried. But you take a bite. Do you realize you're the only person in the world that has ever had that taste and that flavor at that moment, at that time? That is God's gift to you, to taste and see that he is good. You see, sometimes life gives us pits, and when we enjoy our Bing or Rainier cherries during this time of the year, we pop it in, oh man, it's juicy, it is delicious. But, mm, mm, and we gotta spit out the pit. Life for us can be that way, where we taste and see it so good, but then something interferes with that goodness. And God reminds us, just simply step back, Relax, renew, recharge, recognize that I am at work in you. You see, <coughs> the river of delights that we sang about earlier, um, God's river of delights wants to bless us in ways that we have never experienced each and every day. And that river can sometimes um, be a very calm, tranquil um, experience. Those of you that travel over to... Uh, Wenatchee, Leavenworth area, uh, during different times of the year, you see how the river is just churning with white water, and other times it's very peaceful and calm. That describes our life, when we're going through white water time, or when we're going through those peaceful, quiet, floating times, and enjoying what God has to offer. And so that's where Colossians 3.11 reminds us that Christ is all that I need. Since you have taken off your old self, with its practices, and you have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, or free, but Christ is all and in all. You see, we don't need anything but Jesus. You see, Christ 
plus nothing equals everything. And that's what we as Christ followers need to remember, that life will sometimes disappoint us. People will sometimes disappoint us. Our own lack of follow-through and, and reaching our goal will disappoint us. But Jesus never disappoints. So as we look at our life reboot time, I want to pose those four categories again to you. Today, as you prepare to enter into your next week, where do you find yourself needing that spiritual reboot? Do you need to refocus on Christ and in Him alone to give you um, that satisfaction that you need, <coughs> that um, strengthening of faith, that passion? You see, <coughs> when we are engaged with Him fully, we find ourselves being rebooted and reconnecting to Jesus. We find ourselves living out our faith in him. Let's pray. Father in heaven, <clears throat> we're grateful and thankful for who you are, what you have done, what you are doing, and what you will do. Continue to help us to be a people of faith who have a passion, who have a, a, a heartfelt, driven desire to honor you in all that we say and do. Lord, we pray that each and every day as we engage in that spiritual reboot, you will empower us to be all that we desire to be. Help us to walk with you, to live in the realities of heaven and not in the disappointments of earth. In your name we pray. We also want to pray for the offering that we're about to receive, where we faithfully give to you that portion that belongs to you to further the work through the ministries here at Mountain View, but also in terms out of the expressions of our love, the gift that we bring to help others. We thank you in your strong and holy name. Amen.